The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about how effective web development and digital marketing solves business problems. Joined, as always, with my co-host, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how's it going today? Greg, doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. You know, this is episode 49. 49. It's amazing that we, we've made it this far. It's, it's, it's been awesome. It's been exciting. So congratulations. I guess we made it to 49. Made it. Do we have to exchange presents at 50? Is that how this works? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> so episode 49, I thought that, you know, let's do 2018's coming to an end. I figured let's do something about like maybe year in review type of thing. And we'll do that as our 49th. And let's see if we can't line something special up for our 50th episode. So how's that sound? Fantastic. Excellent. So. 2018, almost done. 2018 was a great year for Trinity. We've seen a lot of different trends go on, a lot of different trends, a lot of different things happen within the digital marketing world and within the WordPress world. So what are your, some of your thoughts on that? I mean, I think the trends we saw were, you know, most of them were expected, you know, the growth in podcasting, the growth, growth in video. Uh, rich media, you know, I don't think any of those are going anywhere, but there was definitely some surprises and some things that, you know, kind of came out of the woodwork like they always do to, you know, surprise us. And, you know, one of the big things I saw in 2018 was, you know, in the WordPress community and it all kind of rallied around the Gutenberg release and how people mm-hmm. were excited, not excited, scared, etc. Yeah, that Gutenberg kind of ran the whole spectrum of uh, emotions i think throughout the development process but it's here it's not going anywhere and i think the uh hysteria has kind of calmed down a little bit so we could be a little bit more uh realistic when looking at the changes that that brings yeah and you know wordpress 5.0 is again wordpress 5.0 is a great you know it's a great framework it's awesome it's unfortunate that Gutenberg was shoehorned to fit this release because I don't know if Gutenberg is quite ready for prime time, but mm-hmm. Gutenberg is, without a doubt, Gutenberg is the future of WordPress and the future of content management. And there's a four phase rollout, you know, some of it being multi editors, you know, multi language translations. So I think it's a good thing overall. I agree. I think it's, you know, Anytime that as professionals, we're like, hey, this stuff's going on and we have to be top of our game. I think that just makes us better in general. Yeah, it makes us better in general. I, I totally agree with that. It makes us better in general. And it kind of it kind of separates the professionals from the dabblers. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to call, you know, a lot of professional organizations are dabblers in WordPress and and the like because they're the the me too agencies that I always talk about where like mm-hmm. oh can you do that yeah we can we can do that oh who does that me we do that oh me too you know what i mean shit like that and i think that what this is is it really allows companies to shine step up who's on top of their game who's on top of the technology who embraces it regardless you like it love it hate it it's not going anywhere it's not going away 
Yeah. So in time, I do imagine it will get better. But I think that right now it's just kind of a pain point within the WordPress community. And that's kind of been the talk of the WordPress world pretty much all year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't think when did, you know, when was the last time the WordPress community was shaken up like this with a release? You know, 2014? Yeah, I want to put my finger on it. It was 2014. I remember being at WordCamp. San Francisco, before this predates the WordCamp US thing, San Francisco was the WordCamp to go to, where Matt Mullenweg would do his state of the word kind of yearly address. And there were some delays around one of the releases. I want to say it was 4.5 or something like that. And it all kind of went around a piece of functionality that ended up getting taken out at the last minute anyway. And there was sort of an egg on the WordPress development community space because it was it took so long for this release to come out and there was a joke it's never going to come out you know da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and that's when matt got really involved in the development and pushing out and rolling out the new releases so while you know a lot of people have been critical of matt's management style and how he, a lot of people feel like this is being forced upon them you know matt is looking towards the future you know, Matt Mullenweg is trying to make things better. And sometimes to make things better, you have to make things a little worse or or shake things up a little bit. It reminds me of the, the Henry Ford quote that we always use. You know, if I asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Yeah, and I think that, you know, what this does for WordPress is this allows WordPress to compete with the other SMSs, uh, not SMSs, CMSs of the world that are gaining popularity, the Squarespaces and whatever, you know, Squarespace, you know, sponsors the Knicks. Like if you look at Knicks jerseys, there's a Squarespace logo on their jerseys. So like, I mean, there's some money and there's some firepower there. And I think that this is proactive to how we keep, keep our market share and how we keep this democratizing a publishing going you know within the wordpress community yeah no i agree i completely agree and you know while we're on the topic of wordpress in general i think 2018 is the year where i've had a lot of clients and people you know reach out and say hey you guys are wordpress developers that's awesome and you know in the past it was more like hey i need a website yeah Yeah, that's interesting because a long time ago with marketing press i made the decision that i wanted to run a company that was wordpress centric and WordPress was WordPress was new. It was evolving. It was not as powerful as it is today with some of the custom APIs that they have now and the the rest of the, the WordPress ecosystem and community. Uh, so it's interesting. We made that decision, and then as a as as a company, you and I, you know, this year with Trinity Web Media, we made a decision to become more web centric versus content mm-hmm. management, content retainer centric. And I think that was an effect, a good business decision that we made. I think that really shaped, you know, making that decision, I think maybe mid-year in the summer, shaped our quarter, you know, the back end of quarter three and, you know, quarter four, which we're closing out shortly into the, you know, the numbers that we were able to. Right. And the numbers, I mean, the, you know, the numbers don't lie. The, the numbers and the growth that we've experienced as a company, 
because of all of our great clients and because of all the listeners of the podcast and all the things that we do, you know, I have, you know, we've been able to experience tremendous growth over the last two quarters of this year. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is being different, you know, not the me too saying, no, this is really where we excel. This is really what you want to hire us for. Not that we, uh, you know, talk ourselves out of work, but, you know, we also had made a conscious decision when we merged Trinity and Marketing Press that we're not going to dabble. If we don't do it, we don't do it. We're much more effective making a good recommendation to a client than getting our hands in something that we don't, you know, we don't normally, you know, operate day to day doing. Yeah. And I think that the second part of the decision that we made as a unit was, I think that the second part enabled us to find the right clients for the business, you know, I, and that happened, you know, towards the end of the year, you know, when we started talking with some of these other clients, like the nonprofits that we're working with and some of the, mm-hmm. the, the medical professionals that we're working with that came to fruition, that it allowed us to really, really hone in on what we do well, get to know the clients and then expand our services from within you know, with some constraints. Mm-hmm. So that was it. No, that was interesting yeah. how that all played out. You know, I, and I think you know, the, going back to two thousand, going back to two thousand and eighteen. You know, just in general, we made a conscious effort before this podcast started, and this was the you know podcast was part of the concept of being a problem solving agency. I totally. You, you know, the funny thing is, is that episode forty nine now. We planned this podcast forever. We launched it last mm-hmm. January of 2018. So this has been a huge part of our year, just doing the podcast and doing videos and everything. And it's amazing the growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from my personal, from sitting in, you know, where I sit within the company is I don't have to pretend to be a salesman anymore. Mm. Right, right. I just solve problems. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's almost like going to a doctor and getting a prognosis and a treatment plan. And that's exactly what we try to do. I mean, it really, I would, I'm not a great salesperson. I don't want to sell. I want to solve problems. I right. want to help people. That's, that's what excites me. You know, numbers in a uh, column, you know, of sales and sales, you know, this and that cool, but that's not me. You right. know, I think that problem solving has made me be like, Hey, I'm not a salesman. I don't want to sell you anything. I want to solve your problem. Well, it also arms us, you know, it positions us differently. And the WordCamp talks that I did, I think I did, I, I did three or four WordCamp talks this year in 2018. Uh, I think I did three, actually. I think, I think I did three. San Diego, New York City, and Riverside, Riverside. California. And two of those were about how problem solving is the new selling. And, you know, everything that we talk about, if you're a first-time listener to the podcast or a long-time listener, you know, everything that we talk about really relates back to what's going on in our business day-to-day and mm-hmm. how we're able to go ahead and and reframe our internal conversations into content for everybody else. So, like, we've, we, took a, we, we took a standpoint in – I think it was early in the year we took a standpoint where – we don't sell. We're not a web development company. We're not a marketing company. We're a problem-solving entity. And once we started focusing on how do we solve problems for people, that's when we really became different than everybody else in our space. Yeah. I mean, it allowed us to cut through the noise and carry a different message. And not only that, beat to the drum that made us happy. Right. And if you're happy, you're typically productive. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's given us, you know, that that decision has given us the basis of the show. So I'm quite grateful for it. Right. And one of the things that we're able to to do is, you know, we always say the new marketing show, it's all about problem solving. It's all about, you know, no fluff, no bullshit, no this and that. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, like, honestly, everything that we talk about on this show and typically our weekly topics are not planned until one or two days ahead of time, if not hours sometimes. And we, Kevin and I just go back and forth and we discuss what's going on in the business. Yeah. What should we talk about? And usually that's why it's so authentic and off the cuff because we're dealing with real life stuff most of the time. What conversations have we had three times this week with clients? And, you know, what client problem did we stumble upon this week that, you know, other people are probably experiencing we might be able to shed some light on to? Yeah. And when when you're able to do that, what happens is you're able to, you know, talk to people from a real life standpoint and real situation standpoint and not a bunch of theory, not a bunch of hypothetical nonsense, you know, not a a lot of everything that we talk about, you know, while we employ best practices, it's all about real shit that goes on and real stuff that happens Mm -hmm. and real things, you know, like why was the last bonus episode about, Facebook ads and targeting because I was working on a strategy with a company in Denver about how to get more people in to see their posted posts and and their ads. That's what, you know, how the content comes from. So if you think that we are at a loss for creating content, creating topics, and if you're at the same loss, I just suggest look around you and and look to the conversations that you're having internally or with your own clients. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that also kind of brings me to one thing that I think we've done very, very well as a company in 2018, repurposing content. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. You know, your Trinity Web Minutes become bonus episodes of the podcasts. The podcast provides some audio clips for social and, you know, the whole ecosystem of our own internal marketing and external, you know, all kind of play off each other and provide more and more content. Yeah. So the way that I do that is typically, you know, our content schedule is quite aggressive, right? Our content schedule, we put, we produce maybe 25 pieces of content a week, you know, between social posts and this and that. So what we do is two Trinity web minutes a week. Mm-hmm. They're, they're uh, a less than one minute version is posted through our Instagram and Facebook feed. A longer version is posted on Instagram TV and YouTube, which is then also embedded into our website as a blog post. So right there, that's two, four, six, eight pieces of content from two. Mm-hmm. Right? And I learned this from Jay Bear how to repurpose content. The, the next thing that I, I always do is I take the, the audio of the Trinity Web Minutes and I go into QuickTime and I export. I'm sorry. I take the video. I put it in a QuickTime. I export it as audio only. And then I dump it into our editing software to edit podcast, which are some of the shorter podcasts that you see, which you get on a Wednesday and Saturday as bonus episodes, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you and I do, you and I record one long form version a week, which goes out through syndication and feeds our social and feeds the website. So, I mean, it sounds like a lot and it is a lot, but at the same time, really, 
we're, we're only recording and creating a couple of things and just leveraging it and repurposing it. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of how a busy content marketer gets a lot of content done in a designated amount of time. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think the amount of content as, you know, we've had conversations, people are like, oh, you guys are just so big. We can't keep up with you. I don't think right. people realize we're a three, four, five person team. Right. And, you know, that's one of the things when I, when I speak about one of the things, you know, when I speak about content I, at conferences and I do all this stuff is they're surprised how much content we can produce. And all they say is exactly what you said is, well, you have such a big team. Well, that's not true. We just know how to repurpose what we do really well for the other channels. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we could even take that a step further. There's times where clients ask us questions, we answer them, follow up with an email from a link to a podcast because we've already talked about it. Isn't that the best? It's amazing. <laughs> it, it, Isn't that the best? It's not only, hey, not, not only does this come out of our mouse, but here's us putting it out there to the entire world. Yeah. And don't you think that, you know, to some standpoint, that gives us more that gives us in this case, but it gives anybody more credibility to say, look, I'm telling you what I tell everybody else. This isn't new. I'm not making this shit up. I'm going on the record as saying this is what and how we do it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's that extra going that one extra step every single time is what's going to make or break, you know, especially the sales cycle when it's, it's competitive out there. It's totally competitive out there. And, but it is competitive, but it's not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because like, if you do things right, you have no competition. Because no company, no, no two companies have the same DNA. That's made up of the same individuals and the same skill sets. While we all may do complementary things, or we all may, you know, uh, be content marketers, or we all may be WordPress developers, we all do things differently, mm-hmm. and we all don't look at things the same. So like Trinity web media is not a fit, perfect fit for a lot of organizations out there. And that's fine, but we are a perfect fit for the amount of clients that we work with and that we do a really good job who want to be collaborative. If you want to be collaborative and you want to have a say in your marketing and you want to get your hands dirty and to see behind the scenes, that's what we're about. If you want, you know, something else, you know, and, and be super hands off or this or that, you know, maybe there's other organizations and other agencies out there that, that are better fit. So, sure. you know, what are some of the other marketing trends that you saw this year that have been working for people and that, you, you know, to, has kind of made 2018 great? Oof, that's a tough one. Um, you know, a lot of marketing personalities, you know, are turning on this positive positivity and kindness. You know, I think that that's mm-hmm. awesome in our industry. There's a lot long time that, you know, the marketers were kind of the dicks of the, dicks of the ecosystem. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that the positivity and the kindness is a huge thing. And Gary Vee has been huge on compassion this year. I think that's awesome. It is. And it also begs the question to say, where the fuck has it been all along? Yeah. Why, you know, why why now? Why the Mad Men, you know, viewpoint for so long and, you know, people breaking through to that now? Exactly. And I wonder, you know, you know, we've always come from a passionate kind of fluid standpoint, but we don't tout it. So does that mean that we're less passionate and we're less grateful than other people? No, it just means that it just 
embedded in our DNA. We don't have to go out the top of the rooftops and yell about compassion and empathy and all this shit. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like I, I'm, I'm glad that that message is starting to come out with people. And of course, what some people do, other people follow, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because nobody wants to be, you know, few people want to be the thought leader. Everybody wants to get on the train, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm just happy that it's come out no matter how it's come out. And, you know, I think that that's an interesting point. I think that we've also kind of seen the uh, marketing celebutant type of person, you know, celebrity marketers, et cetera, et cetera, are more and more in vogue. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the marketing persona celebrity now. Yeah, it's kind of a bunch of bullshit. It's something that I don't aspire for. So whatever. But some of one of the things I thought that was cool in 2018 that you can speak to here is some of the data segmentation that we've done. Yeah. You know, as we're revolving around email marketing, why don't you talk talk us through some of that stuff and what was your thought process? What you know, as we do that. You know, I really enjoyed the campaign. You know, it was a Giving Tuesday campaign, and we were able to take a massive mailing list that you know had been generated quite a while ago, and we were able to nurture uh, potential givers and you know fans of this organization through a process that helped them raise more funds for giving tuesday than they had in past years yeah and also i mean when you speak to you know you know how i feel about this shit when you try to speak to everybody you're speaking to nobody so it was able for me you know once you did the data segmentation we were able to go ahead and speak to these people differently and kind of craft a, a unique strategy around we once the data was done and the segmentation took place, we were able to craft a unique strategy to speak to these people specifically how they need to be talked to mm-hmm. and how the, you know that emotionally resonated with them to make things make sense. Yeah, crafting a message for people who are engaged is very different than crafting a message for people who are engaged. Yeah, because your job for, to the unengaged is to get them engaged. Exactly. So that was kind of a cool process because it was very – infrequently in our industry, are we able to see results week after week? Mm, so it, true. it was really cool and almost instant gratification that wasn't vanity metrics. That was kind of cool. Right. Yeah, it was interesting. And it's fun. And it's an ongoing thing that we're continuing to work with and we're continuing to hone the process and elevate the organization's game and their team's, you know, strengths also. Yeah. They're going to be able to do more with less, you know, consistently. Yeah, so uh, that's always an interesting thing. So 2018 was a great year, you know, from a WordPress standpoint. I think that we were able to grow. We did some marquee sites that we were, you know, uh, Delaware Township, New Jersey, you know, uh, Center for Dermatology in Edison, New Jersey. We launched some other big thing, Paragon Packaging, mm-hmm. another big company. Um, and, you know, doing a lot of maintenance stuff and, and continuing this, con- you know, and staying on this continuum of, a full marketing provider that really, really specializes in our experts in the WordPress world and how everything fits in and how the word, how the, your WordPress site and how your website is the center of your marketing universe. Yeah. And I mean, 2018 is the first year that Trinity has grown a team with a culture the entire calendar year. True. We started towards the tail end of 2017 of it being more than just, you know, you and I as business partners and other people involved before then. But 
you know, it was really cool to kind of roll out over a calendar year from a January to a December of, you know, a, you know, a team that has a distinct culture and understands our values and what's important to our clients and how we treat a client, you know, the, the client experience, all of the things that we talked about in theory in 2017 came to fruition in 2018 regarding, you know, team building. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier with, with that. That's, that's definitely, you know, that was definitely a plus from my standpoint, you know, having, you know, with me being able to take on more of the right things and hand off other things and, you know, groom professionals. And so that was also, that was, that was a, a bonus that I didn't that I didn't plan on. I didn't foresee coming, you know, but it, it was a bonus that was definitely welcome without a doubt. Yeah. Which has also kind of accelerated our growth. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. Um, I know 2018 for me personally, I feel like I found my voice as a marketer. Mm-hmm. I think the podcast has had a lot to do with that. And, uh, you know, putting my thoughts out there to the world and not just, you know, one client at a time on the phone has been very cool. That's a big thing for our clients, you know, who they have a place where they can say, you know, this is the marketing company that I work with. This is what they think about things. And, you know, this is Kevin and kind of letting everybody know who you are as the, you know, sort of the, the, the face of the organization, you know, when it comes to build business development standpoint. And that's always been, uh, you know, a good thing and whatever. So I, I see 2019 us continuing, you know, I see us doing more podcasting. You know, I would love to do more bonus episodes. You know, I would love to, you know, continue to do sure. the one full length one and then some real, you know, other quick ones. You know, uh, and I just could, you know, our next show is our 50th show. Let's, you know, maybe plan something special for that. And also, I just think it's, you know, doing more of what works, less of what didn't work. And how do we make some other things work well for us? And you just kind of continue, you know, our success lies within our client success. And without our great clients and without all of them, I, you know, it's tough to go ahead and you know, it, it's tough to go ahead and, and not be grateful. So, you know, we really appreciate everybody. So thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate everyone being there. And if you have a moment, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can get it on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever, Google Podcasts, wherever else you get your stuff. So until next time, we'll talk to you later.